tonight, I can report to the American people and to the world. I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully. We were able to be all these things and do all these things because we were informed by great men, men who were revered. All men and women created by the goal, you know the you know the It's going to say, you want free speech? Let's see you acknowledge a man whose words make your blood boil, who's standing center stage and advocating at the top of his lungs that which you would spend a lifetime opposing at the top of yours. You want to claim this land as a land of the free? Now show me that. Defend that. Celebrate that in your classroom. Then stand up and sing about the land of the free. Which do you like more, Congress or lice? <laughs> Well, we like lice. Here's my eight words people need to stop redefining. Hate, victim, hero, shame, violence, survivor, phobic, and white supremacist. That America's leading industry is still the manufacture, distribution, packaging, and marketing of bullshit. Uh, well, we are not at, uh, shall we say, bereft of topic this week. Uh, there's even shit that I forgot to go through on my list from last week, including, you know, the IRS and the inflation bill that has absolutely not a goddamn thing to do with inflation. Apparently, electric electric cars and more taxes are going to solve inflation. I don't know how but somewhere along the line. However, last week was my week to bitch, so I'm going to allow Sean to bitch this week. Oh, well, you are in luck, sir, (laughs) because two topics I have. One is inflation. (laughs) The other, uh, actually, I have three. Uh, But we'll get started with inflation, which is the first one. I don't know if you guys saw this, but recently... Biden and his crew and his cronies were celebrating, and I put this in quotes, zero inflation. Um, at, at which the entire press corps, even the press corps on his side, made a double take and went, what? Huh? <laughs> what? I mean, I, 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 I took basic math and somewhere along the line, this is not adding up. I'm guessing they're they're like students of Common Core or something like I because numbers don't work like I think that yeah, I don't think those work like you think they do. You know, in my best in Ingle Montoya, you know, I don't think it, that word means what you think it means. I, I don't know. Like it's it's got to be that they think they know we're this stupid and we'll just eat it. Well, right. <laughs> like. Like, how do you get on national television and say there's no inflation? Even even my 18-year-old, who was a woke little liberal, um, it, it was the statement was, God, Dad, it's like they're pissing on our backs and not even have the common courtesy to tell us it's raining. I didn't even know she knew that phrase. <laughs> I, well, yeah, and it, isn't it funny how it just kind of pours out of them? <laughs> you know, like, even the most diehard, of of woke liberals are going. I don't think that's right. <laughs> well, I, I, mean, 
I, I think I saw a, a uh, an economist on some news station channel. It may not have been mainstream, mainstream or something of that nature, but he was just sitting there trying to like run the numbers to see if he could come up with the zero they did. And at the end, he's just he's like, I, I can't do it. I I like this is this is a, it must be in this they arrive at zero inflation the same way that they arrived with we fix the gas prices and two consecutive down quarters is not a recession like they they're just making shit up now <laughs> they're just calling it whatever they want to call it and declaring victory so that we don't start to really pound them on what the fuck are you doing? And and like you said, don't even get me started on their quote unquote inflation bill, which has the inflation, nothing the in, to do. The inflation reduction bill, which is all about climate change and the IRS. First of all, anybody. And I mean anybody. And I, I, I threw a goddamn fit because me and a friend of mine who is uh, very um, – well, he he's Californian. All right. Uh, let me just stop there. Um, he's Californian. And he he's like, oh, yeah, no, this is good because they're going to be going after the rich people. And I'm like, no, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. He said, no, they, they swore. I said, first of all. They didn't put it in writing. They're giving lip service to it, first of all. They said – because the, the director of the, the the IRS said, we're not going to be going after the common person, right? Nobody who makes less than $400,000, this isn't for them. And I'm like, okay, so he just told a lie. He goes, no, he said that. He swore to up and down to the American people that's what, not what he was doing. I said, yeah, don't look. I said, I can't believe I have to tell you this, man. Don't look at what they say. Look at what they do. Okay, what they do? They got 80-plus thousand – uh, new workers, or which, was it... which which means more than what they could fit in your average size football stadium. Right. Okay. Thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of new IRS agents. Now, okay. and then if you... and then and the worst part about it is, is that have you looked at the percentages as to what they're hiring them to do? I do. I did. Okay. And and uh, I'm going to try and pull it up now because I want to get these numbers right. Um. New uh, IRS new employee breakdown because like next to none of them are there to actually help you file your taxes. Yeah, I mean the sixty plus percent, sixty plus percent. I'm not kidding. Sixty plus percent of the the new people that they're going to be putting into the IRS are in enforcement. Okay, if you don't know what that is, and a lot of people don't. If you don't know what that is, that is auditors. Okay, they're going to try and audit you. That's that's what that is. Well, uh, okay, actually, I, and I don't know if you can find it, but can you take that one a little bit deeper and see how many of those are actually uh, percentage-wise are auditors versus armed criminal investigation division? Oh, I love that. I, I do love that. That was that was one of my favorite. Like, yeah, because. They're not talking about just about how more people to audit you. They're talking about more people to come and haul you away. Yeah. Yeah. Armed people to come haul you away because of your tax debt. Now. Uh, uh, and, and then just to make sure we throw more issues into one problem, the same people that they want to arm, they're trying, they're making sure that also that the laws say that they can arm them with the guns that they are telling you you can't have. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it, it, it just, just as I said, just just as an aside, in the same vo- in the same breath that they're saying that they want to make sure that you can't have an AR-15, they're going out of their way to in the, exa- in the next breath say, but these people can. Yeah. And honestly, the reason that they're not going to be uh, going after the rich people is because rich people have, uh, by definition, a lot of money. And when they have a lot of money, they have tax teams and they have tax authorities and they have tax um, um, witches, basically. Well, well who, routinely they make more money off of the people with lower incomes, actually even like less than what you and I make, the people who make um, $75,000 a year or less because they cannot afford an attorney at all. So they end up usually just paying whatever the IRS tells them they have to or getting hauled off to jail. Right. So they're not going to go after the rich people. They've tried going after the rich people, and they are doing it. They're cheating legally. That's effectively what they're doing. They're cheating legally, and they're going to keep cheating legally. It is absolutely inside of their purview and their rights to do the taxes the way they're doing. And every time they try and and audit one of them, they come out losing money because they've covered their bases. They know how to cheat. They know the loopholes, and they, they can do it legally. Actually, it's it's rather – and once again, I, I should have written down the number. I didn't. And it wasn't a extremely large number, but it was large enough to make you go, huh. But the percentage of people who make over four hundred thousand dollars a year that when they get audited that their that their team convinces the government that the government owes them money, yeah, versus the other way around, is actually kind of like, well then, <laughs> yeah, they don't like like a lot of times they're like oh, and then they they get this this huge freaking boost from it. And the government doesn't actually make money on chasing rich people for taxes. They don't because they've covered their butts. Guess who hasn't? The rest of us. And that's what they're going to do. They're going to go after – why do you think they're going after Venmo? Why do you think they're going after um, you know, the gig workers? You know, that's really what they're going after. They're going after people who work jobs, who uh, often work uh, – you know, uh, stuff for um, like cash jobs and stuff like that, who are they think they can find trillions of dollars, trillions of tax dollars, because they're positive that's where the money is. That's where they're not getting paid. Your side hustle is about to be dead. <laughs> Well, the funny thing is, is that you're also talking about the same people who in their own spending, in the own way that they've actually been spending, in the own monetary theories that they've been using, saying that they can spend like that, says that they shouldn't need to do this in the first place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know what, how they're going to to actually go about it. You know, and and say that this is what they're doing, but this is what they're going to do. They're not going after people who make four hundred thousand. They're not going to try because if you wanted to do that, you don't hire a bunch of people for the IRS. You change tax law. That's what you do. But it does not benefit these people to do that. It does not benefit 
the the rich to change the tax laws. So they're not going to do that. By the way, the government that you would expect to go after them are the same ones doing using the same tax dodges. So you're never going to see it. What they've done is empower the IRS to go after the rest of us. So anybody, do, do you so really can, think Nancy Pelosi's husband is paying all that tax on all of the shit of he's been doing? Not. Of course not. And they're not going to. They're never going to. So I'm not exactly sure what you think the IRA like if you're like, oh, no, this is totally going to help the, the rest of us because, they're gonna, you know, the rich people are going to pay their fair share. No, they're not. <laughs> that's not what that's not how that works. And the other part about that is if you think the the minimum tax rate that they're creating for corporations is going to be paid for by anybody other than you and me. Yeah, again. Because once Not again, that, that cost is going to be passed down to the customer. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not that's not how that works. Okay, the what they're going to do is they're going to go after they're going to try and find people who can't fight back, which is all of us, right? Now, I make enough money, I could probably hire a tax lawyer, and and I always make sure that I'm covered. So that if somebody does audit me, I can just sick them on it. <laughs> Here you go. At best, I can get better call Saul. <laughs> but it's not actually that expensive. However, if $1,000 is too much money, then they know they got you. And they can look at your taxes and what you've claimed and go, yeah, they can't afford to fight it. They're going to do whatever we tell them. And that's what they're going to do. And they've hired enough people that they can do that now. So... I don't know. Now, my problem is how far are they going to go back? They're going to go back. They're going to start seven years back. You know, are they just going to go see if they can dredge up anybody who's ever done gig work and and see what they can find to try and grab some money? Or are they going to start with this this year's taxes and go forward? You know, like what what is their plan? Because um, there's there's all kinds of stuff. But the the real issue for all of us is they've done this and they've screwed us and they've told us in the to our faces that they've screwed us. They're just not using those words. <laughs> like I'm sure that there is some, you know, some of the people that they did are are for administrivia and for you know caller support so you can get a human being and all that kind of. I bet you that is true, but the large majority, the major majority, is going to go into enforcement, and enforcement means auditors and like you're saying assault teams or whatever it is that they're going to go and drag your ass to jail because they think you didn't pay enough taxes if if it's warranted that is absolutely what they're going to do and that's why they wanted all those people that's why they wanted that big increase and they have effectively doubled the irs is really what they've done they've doubled the irs and, and it, you yeah, don't do that I, to go after rich people. The other one that they've been talking about is the IRS is now actually the largest or, or will be the largest uh, federal enforcement agency there is. Yeah. Actually, I think that they said you'd have to actually take 10 of the others to even come close to what the um, the IRS is going to be. Yeah. This is unprecedented. And it is. Well, they're getting pretty good at unprecedented lately. Oh yeah, no, they're it's, it's re unprecedented is kind of like if you don't do one of those at least once a week, then you're really not doing your job up there right now. <laughs> uh, but 
But that's what they're doing. I mean, they've doubled down on the IRS, and they're going to come after you. They're not coming after rich people. Rich people can defend themselves. Rich people basically cheat correctly. They cheat better than you. What they're doing is they're going to come after every transaction. If you think going after $600 transactions is where they're going to stop, you've got another thing coming. Well, what was it uh, that the tax lawyer in the firm said, played by Gene Hackman? You know, I, I don't care how uh, how far you bend it. It just better not break. And I don't care if we get audited. They better not win. Right. Right. That's that's I mean, it's unbelievable what they're what they're doing. And nobody looks at this and goes, yeah, this is going to suck. <laughs> nobody, because they're saying what they what they're saying, what you want to hear, which is it's not going to be you. We're going to make them pay. They're but they, not going to make but them they said pay. that with regards to raising taxes. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know exactly what they did other than canceling out Trump's tax uh, cuts. But I, we've talked about this before. My taxes went up dramatically. Yeah, mine too. And, and, and I make a whole lot less than $400,000 a year. Yeah, me too. So, like, what's the miracle? You know, there's there's and now, you know, uh, couple that with they're trying to, quote unquote, fight inflation. Now, let me let me explain just a little bit. Right. So they only have really one lever like the Fed only has one lever. It does one thing. Raise lower interest rates. Right. They can pull it and it raises interest rates. They let the lower lever down and it lowers interest rates. That's all they can do. So basically. What they do is they have a cause recession button. That's what they do. That's what the Fed can do. It's a terrible, terrible control. It is the only well, measure of control they have. Well, un un unfortunately, though, that's kind of what it takes to combat inflation is you almost have to cause a recession for a brief period of time. It's it's basically like you, you, you got to get the shot. I know it's going to hurt, but it's the only way you get out of this. And the, the problem is they can't control – they have a really, really – historically, they have a really difficult time knowing when to stop. And, you know, I think uh, the last two times – what did they raise it? Uh, 0.75 both times? So three-quarters of a point. Well, if you, if you go back times. to the last time it was even remotely close to this bad – uh, which was when Reagan took over for Carter. I think they got it up to something like 15 or 16 percent at one point. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, but, it was ridiculous. But, but once again, as much as it sucked, it worked. And that's what they're going off of, right? That's what they're going off of. Well, but, we know it'll suck and people are going to be in pain and stuff like that. But, um, you know, we know that if we crash the economy, it will fix the inflation. <laughs> and it's like. But, we but, know but, but cutting see, the leg off will stop the infection in his foot. <laughs> but but see, and that's kind of the, the whole point of, you know, pissing on her back and not even have the common courtesy to tell us it's raining. Um, we Anybody who understands anything about how economics works knows that we, A, are going, going to go into a recession, and B, that it's actually necessary in order to get us out of this. However, you've got these people who are doing all of this dumbass shit in the vain hope of trying to capitalize on, yes, we're trying to fight inflation. The, let me look at the Inflation Reduction Act. There is absolutely nothing in there 
involving inflation. And I'm not, and and I can see how some people would argue, yes, this was a good bill. Yes, we wanted this passed. But really, what it should have been passed as as is that as as a couple of separate bills. You should have had a climate change bill. You should have had a income IRS bill. Unfortunately, what they're doing is they're playing the political bullshit game in which they're going to tell you it's this when it's really that, hoping to make you happy about this while they fuck you with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, and they put these super bills together, right? And because they don't want to, because they can't, well, they, they can't actually it, do they, their jobs. But they put it in a position that says they're basically saying this is an inflation reduction bill that even people who are looking at this IRS shit going, oh, yeah, this is not a good idea, but I can't vote against this because they're going to tell me that I'm not voting for in, for inflation reduction. Yeah. You know, Which has, but this has nothing to do with inflation reduction, right? No. And and, and it's and, and for all the uh, subsidies that they're saying for electric cars that really, quite frankly, aren't going to pay for electric cars. Yeah. <laughs> Funny that. <laughs> I mean, and don't get me started on the electric car thing because it's it's it really really pisses me off that. Honestly, I do think that electric or, or, or non-ice vehicle, let me say it this way, non-ice vehicles are our future. We will not be driving around with fossil fuel vehicles 40 years from now. We won't. There will be something better. There will be a better technology that will be cleaner, faster, cheaper, more powerful, more efficient. Yeah, but there we, will be. But, but we've talked about that before. The answer to that is to, you know, progress it be in the better. same fashion that they progressed it off of le- off of us off of leaded gasoline. It yeah, will, and, it, you and can steam do that. It will and work. horses. Yeah. You can do that. It will work and it won't doesn't have to, you know, bludgeon it over the head of the American people. Right. But but forcing us like this Right. Because it was Biden's I I honestly believe it was Biden's administration's plan to just price us out of gas vehicles. Oh, they're not doing it because it's too cheap. Let's fix that. And that's not why. That's not why we were not doing it. We were not doing it because the technology and the infrastructure isn't there. It just isn't. It isn't there. It's close. They're absolutely right. It's close. It's it's sort of like people drove cars before the Model T. They were. There were cars everywhere. There were steam in the steam engine cars. There were all kinds of different cars. There were there were motorized carriages left, right, and backwards. But until you get to the Model T, cars were not the mode of transportation. They weren't the thing, right? Because look at any video, look at any pictures going around. When you saw those motorized carriages and the cars before the Model T, they were first. They were early adopters, and while. There may have been of uh, more of a, a advantage to them here or there. They weren't universal yet because it, they cars just weren't ready yet. And then when the Model T came out, it, it beat everything all the way around the board, right? It beat it because it was always available. A horse was not. It was cheaper than a horse and cheaper to maintain. It could go over different ground than a horse. It would run longer than a horse. You could you could buy one anytime you wanted. Take it home. And it didn't matter what kind of weather it was in. It didn't like it was just better and it was readily available and less expensive. It just became the thing. And 15 years after the Model T came out, nobody was riding horses on the street. Ten years after 
the Model T came out, nobody was riding horses on the street. Nobody. It just it wasn't a thing anymore. The horses were still around. They still are around. But they're not most people's main transportation in the United States. Well, that being said, when it comes to clean energy, though, have you seen what happened at Lawrence Livermore? No, I don't think so. Uh, they actually, though, though, obviously it's not there to be utilized yet as far as uh, the technology being acceptable and safe and all that wonderful stuff. But they have yeah. finally managed to create a sustainable fusion reaction. Damn it. See? I... Okay. I, I bitch a lot. Okay, I, I'm aware. I hear it. I hear it. But here's the thing. I, uh, <laughs> unlike my companion, I really do have faith in us. I really do. I believe we can do the things that you see on Star Trek. I believe we can get there. I, I, I have faith in the human's ability human beings ability to innovate to the point where we can achieve what was only considered science fiction. I truly believe that we can. I, I, I know we can. I, I don't disagree with whether or not we can. Unfortunately, I also have a whole lot of faith in humans ability to fuck it up. Okay. You didn't let me finish. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> but have you ever seen, I cannot remember what show it came from. But have you ever seen that that video clip of of the dude who's like fusion? Fusion? Why are you whispering? Well, because it's kind of a big deal. Because do you know what happens when fusion happens? Overnight, right? Like if fusion readily became available, the gasoline industry is tanked, right? Like if they said, "Here's a fusion engine. You can put it in your car." Well, even take this take that a, a step further back, which is if you. Just say you've got a fusion power plant. Uh, hell, there'll be enough electricity off of two of those to power all of the electric cars, and it'll cost nothing. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. The whole nothing. concept of fusion is, is that you get more out of it than you put into it dramatically. Mm-hmm. And they'll still find a way to charge us for it. But still, there, there's a... <laughs> I know, I'm jaded, but... Uh, but, as I said, the power to fuck it up. Yeah, you know, like, like I believe in our ability to innovate and create and everything. There's a, and I, I've said this many times, and and I truly believe it is one of the most profound statements I've ever heard, and it came from a children's cartoon show. It's called Exo Squad. It was in the ah, 1990s. Yes, we, we've talked about this one, but yeah, yep. keep and it's my favorite quote, and. And it's a, it's an alien talking to a, a lieutenant from the space uh, Marines, basically. And he said, humans are great creators, though often unaware of the consequences of their gift. It is one of the most prophetic and profound statements I had heard up until that time and ever since. Because it's true. Well, we are great creators and we have no fucking idea what's going to happen after that. Well, I... Uh... Look, I, I I agree with you the fact that we have the potential to get there, and I actually believe that we will. The problem is, is I think we're that you and me, not we as a species, you and me, which is really at the end of the day what I care about. You and me are on the wrong side of this because if you even want to go with the idea of people who write science fiction and speculative fiction, before we get there, we fuck up big time. 
Oh, I think so, yeah. So, you know, whether it's war, disaster, asteroids, somewhere along the line, it all comes from basically rebuilding after the dumb shit that we do now. So th- that's what I'm looking at. I'm sitting there going, oh, well, that's all great and well for the future, but I get I'll to be live- dead by that. I was going to say, I get to live through the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to be one of the many, you know, like in the... <laughs> Mrs. Walker, yay! You know, like uh, when they're explaining the the pocky clips in in Mad Max. Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna be part of the pocky clips. Um, it's not. It, it, it's like, and I say this all the time, and nobody ever gets it when I say this. I said, look, you can't view this through the lens of tomorrow, right? The lens of tomorrow is gonna hate us. They're really gonna hate us. We are, we all right now are the villains. In the future's peace, okay, we are um, f- the the future. Our grandchildren will never forgive us for driving fossil fuel cars. Oh my god, it'll be like us looking back, like a hundred years from now. Well, they will look at us like we look at the founding fathers for owning slaves. Everything we do or say right now, everything, all of it, will be negated. They will cancel us as a generation or as a time period because we fucked up the planet when we didn't have to. We're already screwed, okay? Posterity will never forgive us. So we're already there. Next part, the 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 violence when resources run thin. Like, I don't think most Americans alive today. I, I was watching a video, dude, I swear, I worry for the future. I was watching this video, and this, this kid goes out, and he asks Gen Z questions. And when basically. they answer it wrong, he goes, yes. Yes, that's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's asking these Gen Z kids questions, and I'm just like, oh, oh, my heart hurts. My heart hurts for this. This, Like, how many states are in America? How many How many moons does the Earth have? I saw that one. And I'm like, no, no, uh, no I don't know. Three. Six. Yes. 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 <laughs> when was the war of 1812? Oh, man, don't even ask me about that stuff. I'm not good with dates. So just take a guess. When was the war of 1812? I don't know, man. 1980. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, no. Damn it. We're getting like this. I'm convinced this is what this generation, Gen Z coming up, is the generation that the machine, and I'm using the finger quotes here, the machine has desperately been trying to create for the last 75 years. Like, we just need to get them dumb enough that they don't know anything, and we can take anything from them. Right? As long, we'll give them bread and circuses, right? We'll give them, we'll give them uh, TikTok. And we'll give them well, Instagram and, this, and Wi-Fi, and they'll be happy. This is who the, the the German Bond villain running the World Economic Forum keeps talking about. We're looking at the future where you will own nothing and be happy about it. These <laughs> Sharks are the dumbasses. Freaking lasers. These are the dumbasses that are going to be happy about it. I know. Like they are. They're 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 just ignorant and happy. And I, I. I was, I mean, I laughed at the video and I said to Shannon, like, oh my God. But, but after a while, it's not funny. <laughs> if you watch it a second time, you're like, this is the future. And I know, I know. Okay. I know 
that everyone thought that about Gen X, right? I remember, I remember them going, you know, eventually you're going to have to like get out of the coffee shop, get off the skateboard, get a job, right? Like, like I remember reading that shit. I remember people telling us we were the do nothing generation. I remember that. I mean, don't you? I mean, you remember that where they were well, just sure we were all layabout morons. Well, yeah, because we were the first generation that even though, uh, yes, I don't don't even start with me when I put th this one. Even though we were the video game generation, we were all just sitting around playing video games instead of going outside and doing something. Right. We were rotting our brain. Uh, you know, but you know, but it's 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 gotten worse from there. <laughs> It really has. And the problem was they were 100 percent wrong, like like 100 percent wrong. Like I, I remember my mom coming into my room. I remember this like it was yesterday. I was 13 years old. I had a 286 in my room. It was hot shit. It was probably about two years old. I had a Turbo 12. It was a Turbo 12 286. Right. I, could ha I had a button and I could overclock it. Right. Just right on the side of the case. I spent like a month building this machine from leftover parts. And it was great. It had it had Windows 3.1.1 on it, and I could run stuff like um, we were talking about this earlier. I could run uh, early um, um, Dungeons and Dragon games like Curse of the Azure Bonds and Pool of Radiance, and I could I could I had Lotus 1.2.3 on it and all that stuff. And I was um, and this is going to date me even further. Back in the day, like way back in the day, they had a, a magazine called PC like PC world, I think it was. And in the back of it, they had code that you could look at and type in and, and save, and it would make a program, right? And it make like, you could program stuff like a, like a little battleship game and, you know, other stuff, you know, just stuff like where you can make a little word processor. You 16, can, you can hour, make... 16 hours later, you have Pong. Yeah, Exactly. Right, and you're just copying this stuff verbatim and everything and learning what stuff does, and then it tells you what the variables are so you can cheat and change stuff or you can change the colors of there's this variable, and you can change this variable and make the background this color and whatever. Yeah, exactly. And it was basically a, a, a low low budget way of teaching you to program. And I remember I had just finished, um, I think it was like the, the generic version of Pac-Man, right? It took me like three days to do it. And it was, um, it wasn't even the back of PC World. It was one of those things where you could write, like you could order it, you could write and and send away, and they would send you a a basically xeroxed copy of the code, which you could type into your machine, and and make this program. And I remember I was sitting there. I just finished it. I was like super proud of myself. And my mom comes in, looks at me playing this generic version of Pac-Man, and goes, "You know, I don't know why you do that. You're never going to make any money playing with those computers." <laughs> and left right and well, i looked at her but but is okay see at the same time that was a period of time where nobody could conceive of what was coming with right that. and and i know we're still there there's there's something that's going to be out 20 years from now that we will not have been able to conceive of but I mean, and of course, later on, I, I remind my or I remind my mother of that every fucking Thanksgiving and Christmas. You remember when you told me I'd never make money when everyone makes money with computers now? And that's kind of like my job. <laughs> and she's like, look, Nani, shut up. <laughs> that's what I go by back home is Nani. But um, there's there's all those things. Like, do you remember when you were a kid when somebody asked you what you wanted to be? Like when you were a little kid, 
right? Not not when you were a teenager, not when you were a preteen, not when you, you single digit kid. I want to be a kid. fireman. Right. I want to be a fireman. I want to be an like my thing was I want to be an inventor, right? Um, that was the closest I could get to I want to make things from junk, actually, which is what I do now for a hobby. <laughs> actually, when I was in single digits, I still wanted to be a Jedi Knight, but that's neither here nor there. I just wanted Princess Leia. Um, and later in Vegas, about 20 years after that, I got Princess Leia. Or at least several ladies dressed like Princess Leia, but that's on a different cast. However, um, I, I wanted to be – now, I didn't know it then, but my great love for for hobby in my off time is is, again, playing video games. And the other one is I fix things. I love – restoring things i didn't doesn't matter what it is old guns old furniture old cars old house i i don't care i love restoring things and fixing things that people find worthless and i fix them up and they have value I, that is literally my favorite thing to do in the world um i i it it fulfills me with with uh like nothing else does ask a kid now under again, single digits, right? Under under the age of ten. Ask a kid now what they want to be. It's a fascinating answer because the answer is nothing like it was when we were kids. <laughs> a video game superstar? An, well, in, an influencer? Yeah, uh, yeah. That's the number one answer right there is an influencer. For for girls under ten, the number one answer is I want to be an influencer. The number one for boys is I want to be a Twitch streamer. So they want to play video games online for money, right? Those are the number two, one and two, right there. Uh, also, YouTube star, um, entrepreneur. Uh, Which is funny because entrepreneur really doesn't mean anything to them. They just want to start a business. They don't no, care what it is. Yeah, they don't care what it is. They just want to be the boss. Right? <laughs> just, I want to be a boss. And if you, and if you really want to know what we mean by that, and you haven't seen them already, go watch the documentaries on either the Fire Festival or Theranos, mm -hmm. and both mm -hmm. of those will show you two people who just wanted to be entrepreneurs, didn't mm -hmm. care what the what they were selling, didn't care what they were doing, just it, it, and they're the type that it's kind of like uh, we don't really think this is going to work the way you're, we don't speak in negativity here. <laughs> We're entrepreneurs. <laughs> and they know nothing about how to raise a business or run a business, nothing about how to raise capital, <laughs> how to do it. Actually, raise bumps. capital is the one thing they do know how to do. What they don't know how to do is actually anything Pay with the back. capital when it yeah. comes. Yeah, well, it, it's the payback, that capital, that they have trouble with, right? Because that's what you – see, people think – raise capital and i've quizzed several people on this they're like oh, i just need to get around to capital i'm like yeah but what are you going to do when you have to pay it back they're like what i said it's not a grant you idiot you have to pay capital back if you raise a bunch of capital there are terms that go along with that in which they list very specifically 99 times out of 100 on the terms and conditions and timeline in which you have to pay it back and if you don't understand what that means, go watch Shark Tank and listen to Mr. Wonderful for a while. <laughs> when they're bidding on a piece of your business and they will fund this percentage of it at this rate, guess what they're doing? Do you know how much money you have to raise to make that capital to, to, to buy back that capital? Uh, I mean, there's just and they don't know anything. But but that's what we've done. 
right? We've we it's it's altered. It's switched from from what it was. And, and that's okay. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but that's their head is not where our head was, right? Even millennials are are, are coming to the realization like fuck, I got to get a job, man. <laughs> like and I really do think um I had a lot of predictions uh in 2019, a lot of them. Right. And I've I've had predictions every year and, and we can go into another cast for that. But I have a lot of predictions and because I, I, I the future fascinates me. Anyone will tell you anyone who knows me very well will know will tell you I never shut up about the future. I'm a futurist. Well, I, I, mean, I love thinking about actually we 99 percent of reason why we started this particular cast is because your other cast people were tired of you being right. Right. <laughs> it really that's kind of yeah that's true. Um and I, I, because I, I follow stuff, and I, I have a very, what I think is a very clear view on how people react to certain stimuli. And one thing that's been fascinating me is population and how interpersonal relationships work with sex and and marriage and coupling. And I have some very strong views on that. And uh, we've covered them in the cast before and everything. The problem is, after the pandemic, I turned out to be a hundred percent right on a lot of my predictions. It just the pandemic sped them up. Right. Like a lot, like advanced them like six to ten years worth in two years. Well, and uh, hey, it's the reason why I keep going back to the situation that they were living in in Dr. Cocteau's world and Demolition Man, where nobody wanted to touch anybody. Nobody wanted to breed with anybody else. It was all done in a lab. And even when it came to sexual relations, it wasn't nobody touched anybody. Fluid transfer, yeah. which if you haven't seen Demolition Man, there's it is a revelation of a movie. Um, first of all, S Sly is great. Uh, Wesley Snipes is unbelievable, but young Chris uh, uh, Sandra Bullock is un not a, only a treasure to behold. Yeah, uh, not only unbelievably attractive, but uh, back before she she's decided that you know what all i'm gonna do is relationship comedies and and rom-coms and uh, because they're easy and i could just write a blank check this is her when she was really trying and it was awesome to behold um which i'm not down on rom-coms by the way anyone will tell you i i love rom-coms i am i, I am that guy but, but but see the worst part about it is is that's the where you know that's the woke version of the future that I think we get stuck with at some point in time or the other. Oh, you know? yeah. You know, well, I, well not, if you remember that version of the future, they didn't actually get rid of everything. They just put it underground. So there was the, the this is a rat burger, right? That's where I'm living, right? I'm going to live with the rat burger. It's a rat oh. Oh no no I no I and that's I'm not saying that our world will go away but as you said it'll go underground there'll be you know everybody'll decide what you can and can't eat up top uh everybody will decide what you can and can't say up top everyone will decide what you can and can't wear up top it, it, and it won't be it'll be utopia but it'll be just awful yeah oh yeah you know and and the other thing is is what you'll have is we're police officers we're not uh, trained to handle this level of violence. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. 
we're police officers. We can't handle this. You know, and the mean, first thing let, he does. Let, let's put it this way. If you want to know what, and I'm going to I'm going to throw out some political names out here because they're the ones that I can't stand. If you really want to know the world that AOC, Elizabeth Warren, Gavin Newsom, and all of these people are actually trying to create, go watch Demolition Man. That is the world that no, they that's want. It. No, that's it. You know, it it is a direct example. Can I have a cigarette? Um, cigarettes in, you know, 2022 were decided they were bad for you and therefore illegal. Hence illegal. <laughs> Salt, meat. <laughs> Spicy foods. Spicy foods. <laughs> you don't know how to use the three seashells. Uh, you are fined one credit for violation of the verbal parameter. We're halfway there now. Okay. Exactly. They're canceling people online for saying whatever it is. Like, th- we're we're almost there, okay? Okay, well, I, here, I'll make it easy for you because I ended up with an interesting con- conversation online over the past week with, um, and I don't know if he's actually a listener to the show, but he is a follower of our Twitter feed, and he goes by the moniker uh, Jakar's uh, Leftover Eye or something like that. Jakar's something to do with Babylon 5. Shit, I don't remember, and I'm somebodying somebody, and you'll know who you are if you listen. If you do listen, let us know. Um, But he or she completely flipped out when I suggested that them raiding Trump's Mar-a-Lago was a bad idea, even if he is guilty. It's, It's a, first of all, that whole thing is a mess. It is a uh, mess. All I can say is is that, yes, I think it was a bad idea. I think it was a bad precedent to set unless, and this is a very, very big unless, and I, and if I'm proven that this is the unless and everything turns out to go this way, then I will admit that I was wrong, unless they have incontrovertible proof that he has something completely, totally, and utterly illegal there. Now, I know that... People have been talking about the fact that, oh, it's nuclear codes and stuff like that. But nobody actually really knows for sure. Well, somebody knows, but the rest of us don't really know for sure yet. But unless they have something that they can take into a court of law as um, uh, beyond a reasonable doubt guilt that he is in, in violation of the Espionage Act or something of that nature, they should not have set that precedent. Because guess what they're going to do? Because whoever gets control of the FBI next is going to go right after Biden and his cronies. And they'll have the the Biden trials, you know, just like they do the January 6th stuff. And they're going to just be able to punish for four years. They're going to be able to punish the last administration. That's what they're going to do. And. And it's such a dangerous precedent to set. And and the part that I couldn't get across here was the fact that you want to tell me that you think Donald Trump should be in in prison for some of the things he's done. Um, You know what? I, I, I may not argue that statement with you. I may actually agree with you, depending on which of the things he's done that you're talking about. With that said... Unless you can come out of there with something that is ironclad, beyond a reasonable doubt, convict the man, done, that even his, even the people on his side will actually buy, 
You know, they come up with like a receipt saying he was selling the nuclear codes to China. Okay, I think people are gonna enough people in the United States are gonna buy that 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 you know quite frankly that that was bad and he needs to go to federal prison. Unless they can do that, this is terrible. Yeah, they've really jumped the shark. Unless they have it, unless they have that, if this was just a political stunt, sort of like there's there's WMDs in Iraq. If this was a political stunt like that, where they're just manufacturing something, hoping they can find something bad enough, this is going to bite them in the ass harder than what they think they're doing to Donald Trump. This is really going to hurt you. This is really going to hurt you. And I don't think they've realized how bad this this precedent is. Also, um, they're using the FBI like thugs now. <laughs> I mean. They're they're and what's funny is they're going after themselves, really. This is such because the minute the the Republicans get in office, whether that's this election or the next election and election after that, whatever it is, right? Eventually, the 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 pendulum's going to swing the other way. Okay, when it does, the Democrats are going to squeal treason and and. You know, misuse of authority and everything, just scream their blue bloody head off when it's done to them. And it will be everything you do right well, now. They're, they think they're creating a noose that the Republican Party is going to hang themselves with. But what they don't realize is that they're putting them, their own necks in it as well. Right. Oh, they can get them. They can absolutely get them. I, I have no doubt about that. But what you're doing is is uh, what's the line? I love the. There's a there was an old episode of TNG that I thought was fantastic. It's when uh, Beverly Crusher gets kidnapped by the extremists, the terrorists. Uh-huh. And uh you know, he's doing it so that he can get political leverage. And and Picard's like, "You've added another chair to the negotiating table." And it's like, "No, you added the chair. I am simply forcing you to sit in it." That is exactly what's happening to the Democrats now. They have added the chair. The Republicans are going to force them to sit in it. They are going to force them to, hey, you made this. This is a pro- This is something you said was legal. It's legal. We're going after you with it. It's the same thing that bothers me with all of this talk left and right about, you know, uh, no matter who wins, somebody's going to be screaming that it was not a Democratic election. <laughs> it doesn't matter who wins. Somebody's going to be screaming, which is one of the reasons why I'm convinced that the level of violence that we're going to have post the 2024 election is going to be staggering because it doesn't matter who wins. The other side is going to be screaming that it's illegitimate enough that there's going to be violence. Uh, And I, and I still, it's one of the few things that Bill Maher has actually said that even though he was talking about the, 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 the 2020 election, the 2021, 22, whatever election we just fucking had was um, 2020, 2020 election that he his statement was and i think is probably more likely to happen in the upcoming election than it was in the last one is what are you going to do when two people show up for inauguration day both insisting that they won mhm mhm and I, this is this is a it is something that they had they're building their own their own coffins honestly our system is so broken at the moment that and so corrupt and they they refuse to acknowledge anything and there's no accountability because they don't have to 
So what do you do when somebody is playing the, the game exactly the same way you are, misusing and bending the same rules you are as much as you are and confronts you? What do you do? All that's going to happen, and I'm convinced of this, all that's going to happen is they're going to scream bloody murder about it. And there's going to be, you know, because the media is just going to feed right into it. The media is going to be like, oh, my God, this is going to be the best ratings ever. Right. CNN is going to leap on that shit like a hungry dog. Of course they are. The worse things get, the more money they make. And actually, the worst part about it is is I'm going to throw in another little piece here that is going to seem to start with unrelated, but I can bring it around. Which is um, our buddy Yepik sent me a article, and I don't I don't think I took from it what he wanted me to, but I actually did find it interesting. What the article was about was how the amount of money coming from everyday citizens to charitable donation is dropping dramatically, and how charities are having to go more and more and more towards corporations and the and the extremely rich in order to get donations. That actually prompted me to look at a different statistic to go along with this. Yes, people uh, are starting to drop their charitable donations, but their political donations are skyrocketing. Mm -hmm. So people are actually stopping to giving their money to charitable organizations and are now starting to give their money towards political organizations, which basically means that people are becoming more and more invested financially even in who wins and who loses. And the more and more people have put their money behind something, the more and more chances I think we have of violence. I do think there's going to be some riots depending on who wins. Um, I don't see Uncle Joe winning a second term. I, I don't I, see I don't, it. I don't even see him honestly running. I see him running. I don't see him winning. An, I don't see him winning I, a second term. I, I, I think people are going to be way too fed up look, by that time. Honestly, just even take things that you uh, speeches that he's as bad as he was looking cognitively when he was trying to speak in public uh, back in the election and it got even worse back when he right after he was inaugurated. Look at stuff that he was saying when he was inaugurated versus the way he is now. He is in a decline. I don't think he's going to be healthy enough to run in two years. Oh, I think he oh, they'll prop his ass up. I, I mean, I, I, and, and no, I think we're talking Reagan at the end of his couldn't even prop him up anymore. He still won two terms. Yeah. But at the end of his thing, you know, they were they literally had to stop having him uh, show it in public. But his because his Alzheimer's were that bad. Nancy was running things when you, oh, yeah. when you have a president who literally can't go in public and it, 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 it doesn't work. I don't think he's going to run in 2024. Well, you know, after his riveting. Uh, comments about nine millimeters blowing the lungs out of people. I'm I'm not sure how much worse it needs to get. <laughs> or, no, I, I, what I think it is is the fact that he's going to reach a point where they can't even give him a teleprompter to read. They already can't. Uh, <laughs> repeat line. You know, <laughs> he's already <laughs> he's already not there. Uh, but the the problem is I don't see like if you're a Democrat. Right. And I don't mind whoever it is, um, you know, doing what I I just think that both the Republicans and the Democrats like there's no friendly there's no friend in the White House for the American people right now. Like there's nobody I see on the horizon 
who I go, man, that's a straight shooter who looks like he's got a plan to fix, or he or she has a plan to fix all our problems. No, I don't I mean, see that person. I mean, look at look at who you've got. It, it, even let's let's even take Trump and Biden out of the picture. Let's say neither one of them can run. You know, who's the next in line today? You've got DeSantis? on the, uh, the Republican side, you've got DeSantis, and DeSantis yep. has as much as you may have li- may or may not have liked how he handled the pandemic in Florida. He has proven himself to be a politician. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Then then on the other side of that, who you've got is Gavin Newsom. The fact that people can look at California and still go, that guy's good. (laughs) I don't know who that would be. Like, look, everyone is very clear right now that California is a dumpster fire. (laughs) Okay, it really is. And I when do you have to sit up like how much does it take? To overcome beach mentality. I'm being serious when I ask this. I'm not being sarcastic. Like, the, the thing about California, the thing that makes it so, so rich and industrious and, and, like, nobody will leave it in there, California forever, is basically the weather's super nice here. That's what it is. That's originally what got people out there, okay? California's a goddamn desert right now. It hasn't rained. Half of it's on fire. <laughs> The taxes are incredible. The homelessness is incredible. The crime is is unbelievable, and people are moving out by the hundreds of thousands per year. Okay, and and, and yet Gavin Newsom is still popular. And yet, this asshole is still in public. Like nobody has tarred and feathered this motherfucker yet. Like I don't. They couldn't even get him recalled. Yeah, I I don't understand how this happens. Like what is what is he doing? Is he coming to your house and just personally giving everyone blowjobs? Like, what, what is happening? How much money is he paying, y'all? Because the taxes are, are stifling. They just tried to – I don't know. Did they ever get that 10-year tax thing going in California? I know a, they were going to – I honestly don't know. I know they were trying it. Um, uh, the the uh, uh do, 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 IRS going to means IRS going to unpaid taxes date okay no that's that's I mean it, but hey I mean it, it's not that that fathomable I mean hell the guy who won the election for uh, the governor of New Jersey flat out said in his campaign if you don't like high taxes then you shouldn't live in New Jersey <laughs> yeah and still got elected <laughs> you know. <laughs> Okay, they proposed it. I don't think and, they've. And they've we and that. we are talking about a state, New Jersey, in which if you want to move out of the state, you still you have to pay a tax to leave. Yeah, yeah. Well, in California, it was like okay, if you lived here any time in the last ten years, and this was pr- proposed, I don't think they they actually got it through. But that was if you lived here at any time in the last ten years, you got to pay taxes on those years too, because California still gets their cut, whether you live here or not. It's, it's, that, that probably insane. didn't pass because it probably wasn't actually enforceable. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it was or not. I mean, but that, I mean, I under those circumstances, don't ever go back to California. But yeah, still. well, don't go to California in the first place. But um, it, it's insane. I, I, I don't, I, I don't see how anyone can look at Gavin Newsom and just not want to punch him in the face. But apparently, there's enough people who love him to death. They think he's doing such a great job in California as they've banned straw. Like their big thing recently was they banned straws. Okay, that was their big win for the environment. Have you ever tried to use one of those cardboard straws? 
No, thank. I live in Texas. We don't do that here. Uh, they tried that in New Jersey for a period of time. They've stopped, but they are gross. <laughs> I don't doubt it. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Uh, and I know they were trying to do metal straws for a while, and then people were having like accidents with cups, and the straws were getting stabbed through people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, here's this metal tube. You know, there's a there's there's bad. There's there's some bad. Um, but like, I. I I don't know who I'd look out at on the field of politicians and go, there's a great president I think we need right there. That's our guy. I can't look at – like I don't know anyone who looks at that look, and he, goes, he is a politician, but I can tell you one person that, that I know of who even though he has proven himself to be a politician that I would still kind of go, I'd vote for that guy. Better not be Beto, otherwise we're quitting this cast right now. <laughs> No, not Beto. I can't. I can't. <laughs> you know, people started doing to him the same thing he was doing at um, to uh, 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 Abbott, which is basically just showing up and yelling at him uh, that he was being an ass. And, 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 and he just lost his shit, started calling people cocksuckers and stuff. Like that. Oh, it was amazing. Um, no, yeah, but he is. But, but the person I am talking about is from Texas. Crenshaw. Yeah, he is a politician, though. Oh, no, no, no. I'm I'm agreeing. He is every bit a politician. Uh, but at the same time, if we have to have a politician, he's a guy I could vote for. You know, our problem is is not one of like I. Uh, you I can't think tell me that if you're going to have to send somebody over to negotiate with Putin, the guy with an eye patch who's been a Navy SEAL is not a great idea. <laughs> I just wanted to get off the plane one time and be like, ah, <laughs> like just one time, just one time you were in the Navy. That means you could claim you were a pirate. Come on, dude. Throw us a bone. Um, no, I, I just <laughs> I mean, because I mean, once again, look, look at who else you have as far as being at at the front point of the Republican Party right now. Josh Hawley. Oh, God. You know, uh, Tom Cotton. Really? No. Oh, and, and, and here's my favorite. Ted Cruz. I am so embarrassed with fucking Ted Cruz as a senator from my state. <laughs> I fucking hate Ted Cruz. I still like what um, uh, Lewis Black said about him. His roommate said, open up a, a phone book to any random page, blindfold me, and I'll point. And whoever I point to will be a better president. <laughs> I don't really disagree with that. Like, I don't know who keeps voting for the fucker. <laughs> well, hey, hey, would you rather have him or Beto? Because that's who ran against him for senator last time. Yeah, I know. And everybody fucking hates Beto down here. I think Beto is the best thing to happen to Ted Cruz. <laughs> Well, actually, what I was about to say is, you know, somebody's bad when it makes Ted Cruz look good. I know. It's like it's like Beto saved Ted Cruz's career because <laughs> everybody went. They, we all did the same thing. We don't want Ted Cruz. Here comes Beto. Oh, shit. Uh, at least it's not Beto. You know, like like we we pulled the Trump on that. At least it's not. It's just not Trump. We did that with Beto. We fucking hate him down here. There is like you see somebody with a Beto sticker on the back of their car and you will likely and I know it's Beto, but I call him Beto because it rhymes with like it's much better in the limericks with masturbate. So 
Um, but like you see somebody with a Beto sticker, you really consider keying their car. I mean, <laughs> like you really don't want to advertise down here unless you're in Austin. You really don't want to advertise down here that you're a Beto or Rock fan. Well, hey, uh, the the other one, uh, our favorite form of entertainment lately, TikTok. Uh, mm-hmm. The other one I saw was a somebody filming a police officer who said, "You do me a favor, and I'll do you a favor." And I do. The, I the person's do see like, that. What? And he goes, uh, uh, "You you drive a little bit slower for me, and I'll go rip that Biden Harris sticker off the back of your car, so nobody'll think you're an idiot." <laughs> it's so freaking good. I think you sent me that one. Oh, it's so good. I, 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 and and somebody. Somebody recently uh, was telling me, oh, yeah, you know, you know Biden's going to fix it. I'm like, what's it going to fix? What's it going to fix? How is he going to fix that? The man can't even figure out where he is. Okay. Did you watch the video of him trying to put his fucking jacket on after he got off a of Marine One the other day? <laughs> and then find his sunglasses? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, this is our leader? Are you kidding me? I mean, I didn't like Obama. Okay. Yeah. To be fair, I haven't liked a president since Clinton, okay? Because any dude who can get a blowjob in the office and go, I did not have sex with that woman, and everybody still liked him, is like, okay, he's a magician. I get it, okay? He went to Hogwarts. <laughs> the rest of us didn't. Have you seen the meme where they're showing him behind the desk, and it goes, only people who are alive in the 90s know that there's two people in this picture? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, say what you want to about Bill Clinton. But the motherfucker was smooth, and it and smooth with two O's. Okay, smooth. All right, like whether you love him or hate him. Okay, the guy had style. <laughs> if you're gonna be a dirty ass president who's crooked as a dog's hind leg, you might as well be charismatic. All right, but even Obama could get off a fucking plane, sling his jacket behind him on two fingers, and waltz into the White House and make bad decisions. All right. Even he could get that done. <laughs> when you see Biden out there, who looks like everybody's favorite delusional, Alzheimer-ridden motherfucker, uncle or grandfather or great-grandfather, you're like, oh, man, like half the country voted for this guy. Like, like that's how far we've come. You know, I, I. I did this and I found I found the clip of it and in a format that my father could watch and I fucking emailed it to him like here's your guy at least he's not Trump. <laughs> well, I, what I really want is an election in which you're not voting against for somebody. somebody. Yes. Yeah. You, there's somebody that you can actually stand behind versus at least he's not fill in the blank. And and I. The, the problem is the way we've developed American politics, just simply wanting to say outside of a local level. OK, like I understand you want to be mayor and you have a goal like where are and I've said this on the cast before. Our town mayor ran on one policy only. She was tired of the fucking streets being all full of potholes. She ran with a plan where like I'm going to fix the potholes. This is my plan. It's going to increase taxes for every household. Twenty five dollars. It's going to pay for the truck and two guys and I'm going to have them out there. Fixing the roads, fixing the potholes with with tar. That's my plan. She ran on that and that alone, and she won because everybody was tired of as they were driving down the road. This was like outside of local politics. And by local, I mean it stops around about the state level. Outside of local politics, 
I don't think we like wanting to be a state or federal politician. I, I, I think we're fundamentally broken, right? If you want that job, you really shouldn't have it because I don't think you want it for any reason that is good. <laughs> you know? I, I think that's where uh, Doug, Douglas Adams, anyone who can get elected president president should never under any circumstances be allowed to do the job. Absolutely. I think I think we institute the Douglas Adams amendment to the Constitution, you know, where well, it's like, well, oh, but, you volunteered for this? You're out. But but even then, I, I think it, the way he wrote uh, the restaurant at the end of the universe was when they found the person who actually ran the universe. It was basically some little old guy they had following his cat around. They were just asking him questions and he was just telling them logical things to do. And they were like, oh, OK, go ahead. And because the president himself actually had no power yeah i mean I, I which is why i said you know it's it's like elected officials like that shouldn't be elected officials it should be compulsory they should they should dread <laughs> oh like you said oh crap i got congress this month shit <laughs> you know? like, that's how that's how civil service should be when was the last time you were excited about jury duty never okay? never and if you are you're fucked in the head Hey, 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 I I told you last time I got jury duty, I found one of the benefits of being an overweight diabetic. (laughs) (laughs) I have a medical condition. I can't sit that long. Well, no, it was the, uh, oh, yeah, if somebody breathes on you and you die of COVID, it's going to be on our liability, so go home. Sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. I just, I can't. Uh, Okay, okay. I have to interrupt you. I have to interrupt this train of thought. Did you see the new CDC guidelines for for COVID? I did. With all of them basically comes down to the end of it. And every anti-vaxxer out there just started beating his head on the desk when the last statement was, and this goes for both vaxxed and unvaccinated human beings. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, What? <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. You fucking liars. Like, you knew it was bullshit. You knew it was bullshit. And, like, you had these people on, they get up on TV and they throw wall-eyed hissy fits, just hissy fits at first that the vaccine stops the spread. And then it turns out the vaccine doesn't stop the spread. Well, you know what? Quarantining, that's going to stop the spread. It doesn't stop the spread. Right. They, they've done several studies now. Quarantining did fuck all worth of good. We all got it anyway. And even though you're vaccinated or boosted and vaccinated, you still get it. President of the United States has been boosted and vaccinated. Fucking got COVID twice, twice. OK, this is you, it, it just proves you have no fucking clue how to stop this. OK, it's not a vaccine. It's a flu shot. It may be a very effective flu shot in lessening the the extremity or, or the 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 severity of getting covid. And it may keep you alive when otherwise it would have been bad enough to kill you. But it's not a vaccine. A vaccine indicates you will never. My daughter had a chickenpox vaccine. They are ninety nine point nine nine percent positive that she will never have chickenpox in her life. OK, that's a vaccine. That's a vaccine. It says that in black and white. And you know what? She hasn't had chicken pox. No one her age has had chicken pox, by the way. They've basically eradicated it. 
<laughs> and all of us will get shingles one day. Oh, yeah, of course, you know. Um, but, like, uh, that's a vaccine. This bullshit, not a vaccine. I will quit off my soapbox about it, even though this is a soapbox cast. I just, I love <laughs> that they just walk it back casually, because you could be canceled for saying some shit like that. Oh, absolutely. Two years ago. Oh, absolutely. They were canceling people for that. Vaccine stops the spread. And if you said anything different or, or like, you know, believe the science, you know, if you don't trust the science, you're, <laughs> if, you're, if you're you a Nazi. Went, if you went online and said, I'm the guy who invented this shit, and I'm telling you it's not going to work the way they said it was, you would still get canceled. And, oh, yeah. And did. And did, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, like, I love when Texas opened up and they're like, everyone in Texas is going to die. And well, they're they're still nothing. convinced that everybody in Texas is going to be killed by rampaging AR owners. Oh yeah, no, it's it's every other week, you know, you got to deal with somebody, you know. Like, but but uh, it's it, it's it's so freaking stupid. Like we've we've become so dumb, and we've we've pushed our government to the point where they can lie boldface to our to just to us without fear of reprisal. Without fear of contradiction, without fear of, of anything, they can just lie straight to our face and we go, okay. Oh, yeah, there's, there's, there's no inflation. That's not what a recession is. Well, yeah, it is. No, 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 no. That's not a recession. A recession is, is built on many factors. Yeah, but the main one is like two negative growth quarters in a row. Like, no, no, no. That's not what a recession is. I guarantee you, as soon as there's a Republican in the fucking office, they're going to point to the exact same numbers and go, recession. <laughs> like, as soon as there's a Republican in an office, like the day they set foot in the door, there's a recession. Oh, it's terrible. That's and, and nobody's going to call them on it. And I, this is this is our problem. This, this is our problem. Well, enough problems. Let's talk some entertainment. What have you yes. been watching this week? Well, uh, I've been watching a couple of things. Uh, the The first one is um, the I've been watching street foods. Yes, you you, you spoke about I, this. I spoke about the street foods America last time, or street foods USA. Well, I found that there's another one uh, that they did a couple of years before that called Street Food Asia. And Street Food Asia. So so we found another reason why you're going to disappear into Asia. Oh my god. Like, you look at that and you're just like, I'm hungry. I'm hungry right now. Like, I've eaten Chinese food so many times <laughs> this week. You you it's, know you won't find General Toast Chicken there. I know. I know. But, like, the, the like I, I went to a Thai place. I went to a Philippine place, a Filipino place. I went to a Chinese place. I went to a Japanese food. Like, I, I've been, like, you watch this show and your mouth just starts salivating. Just, uh, like, without your consent. <laughs> you know? You're just like... I need some fucking Chinese food. I need some, oh, whatever, or whatever that is on a stick. I gotta have that. And like, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's not good, too. Um, so I've been watching a lot of that. I think there's like 12 or 13 episodes of it, and it's bad. Um, I went back and I watched, um, uh, let's see here. What did I talk about last time? Um, I watched Lightyear. We talked Which, about that last I time. I think I talked about that. 
Um, I did watch uh, another one that was a little bit on my list that uh, you had told me to watch, and it was as good as you said it was, which is Predator. Oh, Prey, um, you mean? Yeah, sorry, I'm sorry, Prey, which is the old version of Predator, basically. It's like Predator from a couple hundred years ago. Yes, I like the and, fact, it. it yeah, I, everybody heard me why I liked it last week. Um, yes. It was, I thought it was going to be super woke, because <laughs> it's like, oh, good, here's the the brave, um, you know, native girl who's going to show all these guys how to defeat a predator, and it's going to be super woke. It wasn't that, it wasn't that. Um. Because, you know, that's all we've had for the last couple of years is like, OK, you've seen this. Now watch a woman do it better than men. You know, and, and you're well, like, the thing is, is that it. she didn't necessarily do it better. She actually screwed it up throughout most of it. The yeah, only thing she did most of the movie, she she she, she simply learned from what everybody else fucked up. Right. She just survived long enough to go, you know, none of that worked. <laughs> you know, let's do this. Um, I, I, and it did make me kind of come to something at some point because I actually went back and watched uh, some of the other Predator movies. And what I really want is to see something from the Predator's point of view where they're sitting there going, you know, there's this dinky little blue planet off to the side of the galaxy. And every time we send somebody there, we don't he doesn't come back. And see, from the Predator's point of view, though, that's good. Oh, I right? know it's good, but that's the point. It's kind of like I, I, I wanted them to fi- trying to figure out why. What what do these people do that is just killing us off? And almost all in all cases, and I saw this uh, this guy and again on TikTok, this guy reviewing like how each predator got killed, and almost all of them got killed because they weren't being careful enough. Right? They were oh, trying. Yeah. They were trying to to like like show off a little bit or they trusted too much in their technology and didn't pay attention to what was going on. And that's how we got them. Right. And it was like, yeah, see this one hubris. That's what killed him. Watch this. And you know, they go through and you're like, well, yeah, no, sure enough. That's what happened. <laughs> like, or, or when, you know, a predator takes off his heat vision stuff and it's like, see, you kept that on. Would have killed him. I mean, you can also go with another like theory in all of this that, we're probably we might be the only other species that they've come across that is intelligent that that's why human beings managed to at least give them a run for their money whereas everything else is just some sort of wild animal yeah maybe maybe but i just as i said i would just love to see that i'd love to see that somebody sitting there going you know, we got this little blue planet over here. You want to go there? That that's cool. I mean, brave. Good on you. Hope you come back. We'll reward you if you do. But <laughs> hey, we lost <laughs> Steve last year. I mean, I don't know if you want to go. <laughs> they got his mandibles hung up on a wall somewhere. I, I don't know, man. Bring extra guns. I I don't know what to tell you on that. Anything else? Uh, no, that's all I've been watching. Really, I've been well, doing a lot of video games, but. Well, I had re- forgotten that there was something that I was watching, and yesterday kind of picked up on it and went, "Shit, I got to finish get, get catch up to date on this." And it is something that our that our friend Beef does another podcast on, but I am going to just throw it out there because it is really good this season, and that is Westworld. Man, I haven't seen Westworld for I think I'm a, an entire season back. Um. Um. It, it, yeah, th- this season of Westworld has been 
funky. I mean, I saw Thandie Newton naked, and I was just like, well, my life is complete now. <laughs> well, that's not this season. Yeah, I know. I, I was uh, like, I was like, okay, well, that's what I wanted to see. I, I think I'm good now. Uh, uh, they they do who, the the people who write it and film it and edit it do a wonderful job of telling you different parts of the story at the same time, so that you're not a hundred percent sure where all the timing is. Um, they've done it since the first season, and they're doing it now, and I'm not 100% sure if this is the last season or not. If this thing comes to the end, I think it's going to. I'm not 100% sure there's any story left to tell. Um, but at the same time, uh, they've done an excellent job of, you know, you're sitting there looking at one particular part of the story going, I don't know what this has to do with anything else that's going on, and then suddenly you realize that it, the reason why is because it's not at the same time period as you think everything else is. And all of a sudden it fits and you're suddenly going, Oh, <laughs> uh, but, but it's one of those uh, HBO shows in which the, the writing is just wonderful. There's had a couple of seasons. I, I they've had a couple of seasons from time to time that maybe kind of go, mm, eh. the first season was excellent. The second season was, eh, the third season was excellent. I can't remember what number we're on now, but this one has been excellent, and so has last season. Well, you know, as long as we're making recommendations for series, is another HBO series that is absolutely first rate, but slow. Um, but it's still first rate. It's Raised by Wolves. It is. Have you seen any of that? I've seen it all. There's only one problem with it. It's been canceled. I know. I know. And, and and the problem with it is is it's been canceled at the point where you're sitting there going, you were almost about to tell me what the fuck was going on. And yeah. now you're canceled? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but it is such a good – it's good sci-fi. Like, it's really good sci-fi. And even though it's been canceled, even though you're never going to get to the end, I think they're going to do a movie on it, honestly. I think that's what they're going to do. They're going to, like – um. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a lot like uh, 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 Serenity, uh, where it just caps off the series, you know? I, I think if more people were interested in and caught the biblical undertones in it, that it would be a little bit easier for them, th 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 that it would have taken off a little bit more. But but it's yeah. so austere and it's so slow that people were like, what is freaking going on here? No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. I, I would actually say that it's actually better to watch in a binge than it is to try to watch it from week to week to week to week. Oh, God, yeah. No, watch it all now that it's all done. <laughs> Just burn through it in a weekend. What's the uh, the Netflix joke? If I give you, What if I give you a 10-hour movie to watch? No, 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 no. What if I give you a uh, movie cut into 10 one-hour episodes that you could watch all at the same time? Oh, yeah, that's perfect. Oh, no, that's good. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> Say less. Hit it. Because <laughs> like, that's how we are. Ooh, I'm getting so much. They spoiled me. I got them all at once. <laughs> Isn't it funny how we are? <laughs> as, a, as a species, we're kind of fucked up. You know? Well, and, and I'll, I'll throw in one last one, and this one's going to be a little bit more... In uh, niche as far as whether or not people enjoy it or not, um, I picked. A, they just launched the third season of an anime on Netflix. Uh, I had not watched it, but I just basically binged through it uh, at little half an hour episodes. Uh, and it's um, and it's based on a video game. 
I know, once again, I should be playing video games. Yes. Uh, but it's the anime based on Dota. Um, and it's called Dragon's Blood. Uh, and for you, Sean, yes, it is in English. Not okay, subtitled. Okay, I was going to ask. I was like, mm, it's not subtitled. Uh, but it is, but it is actually, as far as just even storyline and and entertaining, it's entertaining. Nothing like groundbreaking and epic, but definitely quite entertaining. Well, see, that's, I I would be totally about it if uh, if it's in because I hate doing the subtitle thing. <laughs> Like I'm lazy and I don't want to do it. And by the way, you know, or, or you know, like my TV is far away and I would have to like switch glasses. <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Like just talk to me in English. I'll, I'll just call me lazy. You know, call me a fair weather anime watcher. That's fine, but I'm not doing it. <laughs> I gotta read. I uh, well, it. Uh, well, have you ever watched Berserk? Yeah. Okay. Think of this as a less violent version of Berserk. Oh, no, I like the violence of Berserk. I know. So did I. That's why I'm saying this is not epic or groundbreaking. It's just entertaining. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, no, Berserk is one of those ones that I really like because you sit there, watch it for like five minutes and start going, ooh, yeah, no, he's not getting up from that. <laughs> did he just get his arm ripped off? <laughs> why, yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, that's super good. Is that his? Did he just get disemboweled? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, he did. Okay, yep, that's what that was. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's getting up from that. I, I don't think he's going to move. Like, uh, that's the end of that character, right? Like, we're not bringing him back? All right, good. Um, yeah, see, I like that. Like, hyper-violent or hyper-sexual or hyper-violent and sexual or or lots of music. But, like, you got to you gotta give me something, you know? I, I will throw you in one last one, and it's one that I know we've all watched. It's just something I found funny because... I have a coworker who's very much into anime, but he's he likes good, like wholesome anime, which you know. So well, I don't watch any of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but he knows that I'll watch some of this stuff. So he every time I get to the office, and we're both at the office at the same time, he's always talking to me about it. So he comes into the equipment room the other day and looks at me and goes, "Have you heard of High School DXD?" Oh, for fuck's Yeah, everyone's seen that. <laughs> I went, uh... Yeah, dude. Yeah? He's like, it's a little bit much, but it's really a good story. And I sit there and goes, it's the best story under the sun because it breaks everything down to the male concept. Everything that this guy does, everything he tries to do, everything he heroically accomplishes is accomplished for one reason. Boobs. And I respect that. <laughs> Why does he do this? Boobs. Boobs. Why does he win? Boobs. Boobs. <laughs> Why is he willing to almost die? Boobs. <laughs> and this is a motivation I can respect. Okay? I understand it. I am like most men are motivated by almost the exact same thing. Okay? <laughs> there is a reason why our TikTok cues from one or the other, back and forth between me and Jake, 80% of it is boobs. <laughs> or ass, you know, <laughs> depending on which, which clip you're on. But it it's depends generally, on how it jiggles. Yeah, it depends on how it jiggles or what she's dancing or how she's dressed. But generally speaking, it's the same motivation, okay? I can respect that. <laughs> and, and you, you do a series based on reality as this is, then I would say that that's f and fair play to you, High School DXD, because, yep. 
<laughs> Do you have anything else for us this week? Oh, I think I've been talking long enough. Well, uh, then we will see you all next week. <laughs>